Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Comic. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Comic Zone presents Dragon D's Balls. We are sending all the oo-woos to all of yous. My name is Vince, and I am joined by my good buddy, Mike, here, and my wife, Chelsea. How's it going, guys? Yo. Sup? <laughs> so we're here. We're on episode three of the Tournament of Power in Dragon Ball Super. Um, Kevin's annoying us already. Our, our episode three, not episode three of the Tournament of Power. Well, it, it, it's yeah, still it's episode our three. episode three covering technicality. I know. Well, I just want to because okay, dude. Imagine, Don't church it up, dirt. Imagine right. if we were covering an episode, an episode. Oh hell no! That would oh be my nuts. fucking god! I would hate. That that would because those first episodes, like how fast we blaze through them. Fuck, there's not much to them. Yeah, like oh, you want to talk about this character that's like in the series for this episode just to get eliminated? You almost gotta <laughs> wonder why they don't just extend the release time and do like hour long episodes, you know, or forty five minutes. I almost feel like Instead they could like twenty whatever. I'd almost prefer it honestly because they always there are times where it just it doesn't seem long enough you know as i'm watching i'm like no like, it's already over especially you wait till they're releasing them once a week and you're and it, it's over like that you know you wait all week to see what happens next and then it's pretty over. much how i feel with like most of my like tv shows that i love that i get excited for i i did watch the last of us fuck yeah oh, new episode yes. tonight and i've been chomping yeah, at the bit all week have you are you all caught up on it then i think so oh okay it's uh, well, dope. the one, my favorite episode was the one with the dude that plays... With Ron, Nick Offerman? Ron Swanson. That was yeah. a really good that episode, honestly. That was such honestly. a good episode. It was. And I guess it's not, like, in the game exactly, but it's, like, something you piece together through, like, information in the game. Yeah, he... Bill is with Frank in the game. Um, and that's just a place you visit in the game? It, well, yeah, you get to kind of know Frank because um, he's still kind of crazy, like, doesn't want to be friends with anybody, you know, that the hermit survivalist. And he's with Frank for a while, and then Frank ends up getting infected in the game and decides to go hang himself. And he leaves a suicide note, and he essentially tells Bill by the end of it that he hated him because Bill yeah. essentially prevented him from having friends and trying to go out and meet people and not live this secluded hermit lifestyle. So they definitely, they changed that up for the show, which I like though. Which is but I don't know, you know, it's one of those things I, I understand the gripe of like a lot of the video game fans, especially anyone that was fans of like the Resident Evil series um also being fans of the last of us and then having to go through that again because the resident evil movies changed the the storyline of the games like so much it to the point of where even the same thing not even and a lot of people were pissed off about that and i get both sides of it you know like they do have to the show was a little better i liked the tv show i guess it didn't do well people didn't watch it but well, I, and it's, I liked it. It's one of those things where, unfortunately, the movies did kill it off. You know, I think anything now, Resident Evil, they're going to have to take a long hiatus um, before anyone's going to want to watch that kind of media. Or you again. just revamp the shit 
and just call it Resident Evil again, just Resident Evil, yeah, and make it like the first game. Like you have Chris Redfield and then uh, what's her name, Claire. Yep. Yep. And just have both like and do what and that one's at the mansion right and then there's the underground hive underneath it yeah jill is in that too right with the stars members i say does she make an appearance maybe in that one i think so because then in the third one in the third one she's hunted by nemesis because her chris redfield all the members stars are getting getting hunting down Hunting down. Hunting down. Getting, Getting hunting, hunting down. Hunting on down. <laughs> by by that, their nemesis. <laughs> How funny would it be if Nemesis was redneck as fuck? Like, I'm going to blow you up now, all right? <laughs> all right, now. Stars. <laughs> He's missing some of his teeth, you know, his snarled smile, like some of them are missing. He's like, I got you now, baby. I really hope he's got a giant wad of like chewing tobacco and his like half lip face. Saunters up like a cowboy. Right. You know what I mean? He's got spurs. Just clinking. (laughs) About to get you now. (laughs) Go on now. If I spare you, you better get. Go on and watch yourself get killed now. (laughs) I told you, little devils. For fuck's sakes. Can somebody please do this on YouTube? Dude, Listen I to us uh, and just animate his voice for us. Something in my fucking eyeball. I, I live for, you know, Alabama nemesis. Go into the light and I'll look at your eye. Well, somebody could at least draw him with a straw hat, a straw hat with like suspenders and, and shit. And a little piece of like wheat out yep, the mouth, of you course, know? But yeah. it keeps falling out because his lips are all fucked up and he can't <laughs> hold it in there. <laughs> well, he'd just be biting it in his teeth. Right. Every time he talks, though, just falls out and he gets uh, all mad, picks it up, puts it back in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> this episode just went off the rails completely. <laughs> right like, off the bat. Ten minutes in, we're just like, hey, you guys, what about Redneck Nemesis? We can talk about other stuff, though. That is yeah, very true. It is it's allowed. Nobody, it is. nobody says No, it can. is not. I didn't say that you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Grand Zennies are going to wipe us out if we keep derailing. <laughs> Here, hold on. We're going to pause for one minute. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, so let's start with the uh, Terminator Power stuff. Let's start with that. Terminant. So where did we leave off? So we left off with the elimination of Universe 2. Um, Zerloin... Rabanra. We should talk a little bit about how, like, as weird as Universe 2 was, they went out like straight gangsters, like all of them. They were all just like, peace out. Yeah, they're like, love you all. And everyone's like, um. And they all struck a fucking badass pose (laughs) at the end, like, went out. Exactly, yep. Even the other people were like, man, they played that shit to the fucking. But you know what? Good for good yeah. for them, though. I would say going out with like who, like their dignity, like their grace and dignity. Yeah. They didn't freak out like some of the other <laughs> like destroyer gods have and stuff. Of like, oh my god, you know, I can't yeah. be erased. They were just like, well, we love you, bye. Yeah, and you never really saw their destroyer freak out either. That. Egyptian no. looking chick. No, although I will mention who my favorite destroyer that gets eliminated is, though. 
Man, Who? she. I loved how she's like it's you the all. Robot guy. You all oh, fought yeah. with beauty and grace. Thank you. You know, like like not- she was actually appreciative of them and wasn't like, well, fuck you guys for making us lose. She's like, well, you did your best, and that's all I could ask for. Like, and then they all yeah. went out like Jesus and fucking yep. struck a badass pose. Yep, and was like, we out. Bing. <laughs> yeah. They're gone. Exactly, and I Peace think out. I want to say, yeah, the universe with the robot destroyer is one of the very last ones, but I just, I love his ending because tiny little guy. Yeah, he just suit. pops out and he's like, thanks for everything, man. He's like, we're out of here. And I, I just loved his ending. It was one of my favorites. He's just like, he's pretty right, humble Asta. too. Yeah, he was. He was very humble. He was just like, thanks for everything to his angel and like, see you later. I loved the, that they were like a technological universe but yeah. then it's this little dude in this robe i was had so shocked that must have been a badass fucking suit right exactly. you know what i mean like how badass was that suit well and he probably i mean even as a destroyer i wonder if he had to have it because of what a tiny little dude well, he sure. was he, he i wonder yeah what like the, for being a destroyer I he wonder must if, have invented the suit and that made him strong that's as what, what i'm wondering if extension. like he wasn't strong physically <clears throat> But he was strong, you know. He was smart. Like everybody, that must be like a super, like a high abundance of geniuses. I imagine it to be like a giant Tony Stark universe. Like it's all, you know, all those smart people. Well, Doctor Pepperoni, which I think it's funny. Obviously, that's got to be Pepperoni, right? Mm -hmm. But so I'll just call him Doctor Pepperoni. Um, he invented most of the robots fighting for them too, so he could have even yeah, might have been him too. Yeah. Mm Because he is, uh, in the manga at least, he's the leader of the way uh, they f- that universe. The way they fucking like, merge all the robots and it turns into the big almost uh, like the kaiju thingy. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. I was going to say that actually is coming up, up on our... That is up in this episode. On our sure. fight list for sure. But, you know, we eliminated Universe 2. Yeah, and then the next one eliminated is Universe 6, which is like one of those bittersweet things for Beerus, because obviously that's his twin universe with his twin brother. But when they're fighting the Namekians, though, I think that's a great fight, how Piccolo and Gohan work together to eliminate them. Stepdad and son. It's beautiful. And his special beam cannon. Yep. Well, what I love is... And it took him fucking long enough. Like, how strong are you now? You can't do a special beam cannon quickly? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, this was before he went all orange. Okay. <laughs> Still. But... He should be strong enough at this point to just... Because just based on power scale, it took him a long time, and it makes sense in the beginning of the okay, show. Okay, but he's fighting two Namekians that have literally absorbed all other Namekians but what's that got to do with him being able to shoot a special beam? Um, he was probably quickly? powering it up, though. I think like it had more power. to do with full I'm power than he, quickness. Because he even mentioned to Gohan that since uh, he could detect that they had like a thousand Namekians absorbed each, he was like, yeah, you, you know, I don't have to worry about being fatal here. Oh, I wanted to make a point of that, too. Just think of, to me, I'm not sure if it shows more faith in your fighters or desperation that literally your whole Namekian civilization was or fighters yeah was willing to give their life up essentially in a way for them maybe it's not weird though it may it sounds crazy for us but that's just like that would be a part of what Namekians do I mean if they have that ability that's like but I still I can't help but wonder or here's a more sinister thought 
And it would have been an honor to every single Namekian that participated in that, too. But But don't you think there's a huge part of, like, fear? More sinister thought of that, though, is what if it wasn't willingness? What if they started with the weaker Namekians, beat them all up, absorbed them, and just... I said, it. fuck it, we're the best fighters. No. We're taking y'all. I doubt it. I, I think all the Namekians were willing to give themselves, but like I said, I just I want to know if it was an actual, like, we, we humbly give ourselves to you for this fight, or like I said, if it was out of complete fear of their, <laughs> like, you both. gotta say, yeah, you know, I just, I would have loved to have it's just a desperate seen how, move. It is. It's that's a what, desperate move for sure. And that's what yeah. I told Vince. I'm like, you know, how can you... You know, I just I had to sit there and think about it while we were watching. I'm like, I don't know that I'd be willing to give up my life force for them to defeat the universe. You know, like what a that was a huge undertaking. Think about this. Uh, Piccolo can still like feel nail and I think well in a bridge he could eat like nail talks to him and shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the, and uh, <laughs> wasn't it Ka- was it Kami Kami that he f- merged with? He still talks to him sometimes, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think, if I rem- I can't remember if he dude, does. could you imagine all thousand of those voices in your I head? I know though? that's what oh, I was gonna say. My God. Well, and I think it was the willingness of the Namekians from that universe too, because we forget that you know they had the knowledge of Goku, Gohan, Vegeta from you know the Universe Six tournament. So, who knows? Vados could have showed them that whole fight, the Namekians, and be like, yeah, this is what we're going up against in the Tournament of Power. See, that's true, and that's that's the shit that I wish we could see, was like how the other even universes picked their fighters, and just, you know, because obviously Universe 2, all their people know you know uh, of what's happening so i wonder if any of the other universes if certain worlds or planets knew or but see the the namekians of universe six too they have to be a lot weaker than the namekians of seven because obviously because i mean look at how strong piccolo is just with nail he's he's kind of an exception though but still though you know like they have they are just like up to their power level a little bit stronger i would say with thousands of them with thousands yeah. of them so imagine if piccolo what did that you know if he had at nail, his nail current power and, level nail and piccolo were kind of exceptions though and then fusing with kami again after like gaining so much power and becoming he didn't really fuse with kami be, they became the namekian they were originally right but i mean he that's how much training piccolo has done i don't think they have done that much training as a well maybe the namekians of universe six are weaker than ours whereas their saiyans are stronger than ours at base level maybe that's kind of the juxtaposition they have yeah they got less reason to train and stuff but also i think the normal namekians on planet namek aren't that strong you have some dudes that are kind of strong and probably well, stronger we don't now. even have a planet namek anymore in universe seven you know what i'm saying so who knows how different well, there's the new namek they live on new namek well i know they have new namek but i mean universe six probably has you know their original That's, yeah they probably didn't go through all that crazy yeah they shit. didn't go through yeah. all that crazy shit so why would they have to train and get well, themselves and, you know they didn't have a freeze well, to how deal the, with the saiyans mm-hmm. are there and with them being kind of like good guy mercenaries yeah, there isn't really a reason for them to train. Piccolo had to become strong because 
of Frieza and all that shit, you know? He And he just kept wanting to get stronger and stronger after that. Yeah, I was going to say, Frieza seems to be kind of the, the driving force of all of them mm-hmm. continually up in their strength because, you know, once he showed up, it was like, well, fuck, you know, what else, you know, could we possibly have? And But no Namekian could ever hope to really stand up to Frieza, though. Oh, hell no. Most definitely, and I think Not even, even Piccolo, at least until he's like orange, who knows then, but... Well, and even, you know, in Super, like, I, you know, even Universe 6, like, once, you know, Kefla and Kava and... Or, yeah, is it Kefla? That's the both of them. But yeah. once they all get eliminated and it's only the Namekians <clears throat> left, they're like, oh, you know, and then, of yeah. course, you know, they get eliminated. And I have to say... I love that when Champa is he's getting ready to yeah, like, be eliminated, he's like, yeah, he, you know, sticks out his tongue <laughs> and like pulls down his eye, and like that's how he has to say goodbye to Beerus. He's like, "Hey, brother!" And, yeah. <laughs> he just fucking and he, does it's that. It's like he's gonna say something yeah. like really meaningful or something. And he's just like, "Fuck you," pretty much. Well, and I just I wonder what Beerus thinks. He's very solemn when that happens, yeah, I don't think and he's just happy about it. No, like even though his brother might not be his fave, you can tell though that like, I think that's why he just doesn't say anything, you yeah. know. Yeah, and I he's... love that Vados moves over to them before they're even <laughs> yeah. eliminated. He's like, "Really? You could have waited until <laughs> yeah. we were gone." Like... She's like all crying, like they're already <laughs> She's gone. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna miss him so much." And he's like, "Really?" She's like, "Oh, sorry." Uh, <laughs> but then... I I love that finishing move though to eliminate Sawanel and. Polina <clears throat> having the Kamehameha from Goku, then the Kamehameha from Gohan, and the you know special beam cannon from Piccolo. If you if you're an old old fan of the series, that like scene is fucking phenomenal. You're like, ah, oh. at least for me, I, I I about came, just about came at that scene. Nice. It's probably my new favorite Kamehameha. I loved it. Okay. And that scene is fucking epic, though, you know? Like, they drew it very well. Mm-hmm. It was very dramatic. And you knew with them getting eliminated, you know, Universe 6 is going away. So, it was a pretty high Are you talking emotion. about the one against Kefla? No, uh, at the very end with Polina and Salonel. The the Namekians from Universe 6. Mm-hmm. When they use the special beam cannon. Because oh, Gohan's yeah, in the middle all, of the Kamehameha. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I can't that. remember, I think... Who is Goku firing his at? I can't remember right now at the moment, but he doesn't eliminate them. But is that when they're Kamehameha's? They yeah, cross? they cross. That is no, a really dope scene. You're thinking of the energy blast when they're fighting the robot, I think, uh, with Frieza and Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no, Gohan's a part I of remember that. It was uh, the special beam cannon. Yeah, he's going fighting off. a completely different person, but they're. Yeah, but they do it all at once, and they yeah. show like the whole wide shot of the cross. ring. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. fucking. I love the way they drew that. That shit's dope. It's so cool. It is great, and then you know, Universe Six gets eliminated, and I love when the angel, uh, the Grand Primister, when he smushes all the seats because the Zennies are like, "This, it's huge. Like, it's so empty." So he's like, <laughs> "Let's fix that," and claps. They're his all hand. right next to each other. I know. Other. I love they're how like, they're all like, Ugh. <laughs> "Yeah, oh, that's after uh, Universe." Is it after four? four I thought it was yeah. after six, or maybe three. After Universe three, um, Universe four is a rat dude, which. Yeah, talking about not so graceful exits when being eliminated. He didn't have. Yeah, he went out like a bitch. But um, Universe Three lost like a little bitch. 
And, well, it figures because he's a little rat bastard. Well, yeah, he's like, no, how could this happen to me? With his fucking scheming ass and then his fucking... Did he have the guy with the glasses? No, that was uh, Universe 3, the smart And how one. he kept, like, pushing up his glasses all the time. Yeah, he's all, like, fucking smart and shit. Like, oh, we have him on the ropes. He's got to be smart because he's got glasses, right? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that funny how that's what... Like how you just make somebody look smarter, like the Hulk, for example. Why would he need glasses? <laughs> Professor yeah. Hulk, you know, like, yeah. It, that just makes it's oh, he's smart because he's got glasses on, right? He's smart Hulk, or it disguises you, you know. Well, we don't know that was... Clark can't Superman. <laughs> Hulk. Yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. What's the more um, offensible kind of offense there? <laughs> Is it fucking for disguise or just making someone to look smart? I think it's just funny that. You know, it is. They're they, like, they do that. We have to make them kind of look like a nerd, even, you know, <laughs> and sound like one. Well, it's like, uh, they do that when they're making the college humor shit with Batman and, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, they do Superman with them. Yep. And he's asking him to, like, join, like, team, god damn it, team up. Yep. And he's like, why? <laughs> he's like, yeah, but why though? Yeah. <laughs> And then I love when they start talking about the fucking S on his chest. He's like, "Why do you even have an S there?" He's hope like, "Hope starts with an H, <laughs> stupid." It's it's my it's my people symbol for hope. Hope starts with an H, stupid. <laughs> and I love when he's like, "Here's my people symbol for gratitude." Yeah. <laughs> Flipping him off. Yeah, can you use your X-ray vision? What am I doing behind here? I'll save you the trouble. I'm flipping you the bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, and then he gets all pissed he's like enough they're like you're adorable i know yeah. I love it. Like, you're adorable at and least then- you'd use your laser vision for something useful instead of is that spinach too cold for you madam <laughs> 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 her porridge <laughs> still, so fucking funny Stupid. oh my god love anyway <laughs> but so going into universe four that actually is the next one that's going to be eliminated because at the beginning of the tournament, Goku and all of them, they make the comment that, you know, each universe has 10 fighters, but for oh, Universe 4... Oh, yeah, the four, little tiny invisible guy. Or he's not invisible, but... Yeah. Well, first they fight the robot dude, um, 17 and 18 do, and mm-hmm. he... Look at the list here. So Where he are gets you? On number 49 here. So We just I. talked about Sal and Alan Polina. He That's gets, this? He gets eliminated by Gamisaras after catching him off guard and tripping him up. Because he was invisible. Wasn't he? Yes, he gets this yeah. guy. Yeah, well, he eliminates this dude. Yeah, he he eliminates that. He's the actual invisible guy, and then there's the little well, tiny guy. There's no, the, bug. the the superhero. Like I need to get into my ultimate form or whatever. That guy's hilarious. Yeah, he, I, he's one of my favorite. <laughs> he's the one characters. that um isn't he the one that makes seventeen and eighteen go all like no that was universe two never mind but, but Frieza fights him remember yeah Frieza and does all, fight him and Frieza like ignores him he goes like super speed mode. Yeah. And he's like, you'll never be able to catch. Like, f-. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. disappears and freezes, like, anyway. Yeah. Like, just starts watching Goku again. Yeah. And then he, uh, but yeah, he gets towards the edge, and that's when you find out that Universe 4, 
there's something weird going on because he eliminates uh, that fucking superhero dude and everyone's like, what the hell? Because 17 almost gets knocked off the edge, too. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. And they're like, what happened? He's like, I don't know. Yep. <coughs> um. So. Oh, yeah. When the little the little guy is like knocking everybody around and that's who knocks out uh, Gohan, isn't it? No. The little bug guy. No, Gohan takes himself out with Despo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so who gets knocked out? Is it Piccolo? Yes. Pic- yeah. Piccolo gets knocked out. Piccolo gets knocked out Knocked out by the little uh, bug dude. But the yeah. shit with Despo, that shit's tight. It is, like, but Frieza. the invisible guy gets eliminated. Isn't it by Piccolo? Yeah, his name is Shansa. He's the uh, oh, wait, invisible so, guy. So who's the one that gets... Hold on. Gamisara. Yeah. I, I the have, little bug guy gets Piccolo. I have no clue if I'm saying that right, so uh, apologies. Because, yeah. To all fucking two of you listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> to myself That's later. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> we will get there someday. We will. We Not will. with that attitude. Uh, hey, you know what? I just see, ha- see it how it is right now, okay? Okay. <laughs> Just being a realist. Just being a realist, man. I, I love that. That's kind of like the blanket term for just being a dick. You know? <laughs> I'm just being real. Yeah. Whenever you hear someone being say that. Being a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you hear someone say that, more than likely they just said something really shitty beforehand. <laughs> I'm just being real, bro. No, he's the invisible one. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. The Gamma Saurus or Gamma Salus or whatever, he's the invisible guy. Like the All invisible right. lizard looking thing. Yeah, and Piccolo is able to find him by, like, creating a bunch of fucking debris and shit like that. Right, because yeah. he figures it out, and then, yeah, he creates he all that like debris. Yeah, and he uses yeah. a mouth blast to eliminate him, but then Shansa, the little bug, gets Piccolo. Yeah. Yeah, which is... And then Gohan's weak. all dramatic. Piccolo! Like he's going to die or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, relax, hey. bro. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so after that, are you looking up who? Oh, no, wait. Shansa isn't the... Is he the bug? No, he's not. He's this little dude with like the little blue guy. Oh, yeah, because they do yeah. that whole little... like yeah. They try to do that stupid little mind trick. Yeah, he's the guy that traps him in that weird shadow thing. That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. In the, the like dome, and then they're fighting the people that have been... Like... Um, it's oh, like shadows of people that yeah, have already... Yeah, and, and Piccolo gets him, and then it's... Is it Damon that's also the... Also known him, as Matt. They get him, like, pretty quick. Yeah. The the little blue guy. Yeah, they get him pretty quick. Damon, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Damon. He's, he's the little bug. Yeah, <laughs> that Damon. Shit, if they make a live action and they get to this point, they need to make Matt Damon play the little bug. Can I just say, speaking of Without that, Matt doubt. Damon playing Loki was one of the best fucking moments oh, of yeah. my life ever when I first watched that. I just got to say. This shit's funny. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so. Yeah, their little play, that shit's amazing. Like, yeah, so funny. It's so good. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Shansa, he gets eliminated by Piccolo. And then all of a sudden, Damon, Matt. Uh, attacks Piccolo with physical attacks from behind and knocks him off the edge and no, yep. and he doesn't know what happened. Well, yeah, because they can sense his energy and they think they know where he's at and they do know where he's at, but they're thinking he's invisible and like just striking anywhere. 
Yeah. Where he should be standing and not realizing that he's just small. And that's kind of dumb, but whatever. Well, yeah, it's like you can watch these fights at insane fucking speeds. Yeah, you can't see a little bug guy. <laughs> you know, like that's where I was like, come on, but it's one of those things, you it's know. It's not like they haven't run into like bug people. Before. Yeah, exactly. But that guy was exceptional because he was legit like super fucking strong and just tiny as hell. Well, and I like how it takes 17. He's the one that figures out. Everybody else is like, oh my God. And it takes somebody who actually deals with animals and insects and creatures to be like, um. I kind of yeah, wondered that if that was what got him to. They don't actually say that it's his like animal work that gets him to like figure it out. It has yeah. to be, though, because I think, think about it's it. It's got to be that and, like, his just calculating the way he thinks. He's he a very thinks, logical thinker. Yeah, you know, he's like a, he's a android. He's a cyborg or a robot. and like. Well, and I think that's what helps them out so much and what I love so much about 17 in the whole Tournament of Power is we get to see him be just very logical about his fighting moves. He, he's not emotional at all mm-hmm. like the rest of them. And so I like how his fighting, when he goes, like when he interrupts universe, the lovey universe, when they're changing and stuff. And he's like, why the fuck wouldn't you, you know, while they're trying to transform and they're wide open. Like he thinks very logically, He mm. do, you know, he's not like Goku waiting for them to get to full power to fight. He's just like, we're here to eliminate people and save our universe. And that's it. Is it yeah. when is it when they're fighting Jiren and Piccolo or Goku and Vegeta are down and isn't it Jiren that they think takes out Yeah, it's that takes out seventeen, like they think he self destructs. Yep, and he yeah. Yeah. That right. part is so dope because he's like um oh he's like, Look at me sacrificing myself to protect other people yeah he's like look at me being all human i love that part is like so like yeah that's like a really good emotional part you're just like that one pulls at the heartstrings you're like it must yeah look at you man look at you go but i love how brutally he eliminates damon when he doesn't have to Oh, yeah. Because he traps him in that little force field. Kicks the fuck out of him. Yeah. (laughs) But instead of kicking him just out of the ring, he has to make sure he kicks him through like 20 fucking boulders (laughs) before he goes out of the ring. So he's just slamming through all these things. They're like, we're going to fuck you up for fucking our team members. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all right, cool. Soccer kicks him through. (laughs) He is a fucking asshole. He's 17. Oh, I love it, dude. Because we don't get to see it. Like I was bringing up uh, a few episodes ago, we don't get to see that. The almost kind of villain side of them in the android saga we do but i don't think they were ever villains man i think they were just <laughs> they they weren't doing what they were because i mean they were really only going guess, after goku i guess yeah. anti-hero would be the better term they, for i would say they're more anti-heroes whereas androids whatever they were the the fat one and dr Giro were definitely the evil oh, yeah. ones yeah yeah they were kind of the because like even android if is anything it, they were victims you know they didn't volunteer for that like look at android yeah. 16 he didn't do shit to anybody he was purely just out there to get goku and look at like his love of the birds and you know what i mean so i definitely i wouldn't consider them i mean they were evil in trunks's timeline for sure but not ours yeah yeah, they were fucked up in Trunks' timeline. Yeah. For damn sure. And they had like some 
but they like we've talked about this before they were just kids being that just they have superpowers now they've been experimented on and shit and they're and they're finally free from him who knows what their memories are actually like Like, exactly can, can they remember their past lives at all Probably not, and that's probably why 17's like, you know, I know we can fly, but I want to drive. You know, he's like, fuck flying, I'm just going to drive. Like, He I actually be a wants to enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, we'll get there so much faster, and he's yeah, like, fuck it. They wrote 17 and 18 so well, I think that's why people love them so much. Well, yeah. and I love them in the tournament, too, because we're getting right to the part where she's going to eliminate herself to save him which truthfully was the smartest thing she could have done honestly Mm -hmm. i mean with her injured ankle and everything she wasn't gonna last much longer and i love when she's like i know how much you love this sappy crap and just kicks him you know i love their dynamic they clearly love each other like and they would do anything for each other even though they like never see each other (laughs) well and they don't they don't they're not all fucking like i love you brother oh it's just it's, it's very understood you just you like see you the said, bond I, with them it's like you said i know how much you love this sappy crap and kicks it like well, in that moment during the tournament when they do talk about their kind of sappy sides how he's like i just want to take my family on a vacation you know and you know oh, she, you know he's making that up though i but know I that you know he is do i think he does too though i think he he does even though at first he didn't care about the tournament of power he does give a shit about his family and his kids you know that's the and, only reason he's there yeah and his animals and stuff you know it's like he definitely those are the things that he loves and and that's interesting too that both androids have families and kids and yeah, pretty much not, a normal life they're you know? not bad people and they never were. That was my thing is I don't think they were ever. They the were villains. programmed to be. You know what I mean? They weren't actually villains. And, they and were even just. Then, even then, I, I think that what they did during the Android saga and like going after Goku, I think that lends to the idea that they didn't have memories of their past. So they didn't have a past to go to. So they they're just like, had this they're like, oh, we got this to do. So let's do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they couldn't remember who they were before, maybe. But they know that they're brother and sister and most likely twins. Right. For a fact. But I wonder if they're twins with different dads, though, because look at their hair. Well, they don't have to be <laughs> identical twins. I know. Wait. They can be fraternal. <clears throat> but how would that work with different dads? It can happen. I mean... Their mom has got. To oh be yeah, I've out. heard of that. Yeah, their mom would have to be a hoe bag and like sleep with <laughs> yeah. sleep with like the same people in a night. But you can literally have twins that are fertilized. There was um, a gal that had a, she had a set of twins, and one of them was black and one of them was white. That's crazy. And and I mean, it's just it's legit. It can happen. So I've wondered that. We, I I think about these weird things, you know. <laughs> That's a seventeen <laughs> and eighteen. Yeah. I, I bet he fucking took them when they were really if you think about that like he had to have like kidnapped them from somewhere or maybe they were orphans and he just that's what i wondered maybe he took them from like an orphanage or you know something like that because why why take children what a cool story that would be to do go back and see how dr jerome created i would like to see that honestly like that'd be a dope movie or maybe Dr. Giroux saved them because her mom was like a total crack whore. How do we not know that they're not his out. kids? And that's yeah. why they have yeah. two different dads. Well, orphans, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
But wait, like I just said, how do we not know that they're his kids? Could be. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what happened to their mom? Actually, they both have blue eyes. I actually like never fucking can. Yeah, they have blue eyes. Like him. maybe think, their mom died in childbirth, and so he decided to experiment. I think their eyes are not their original eyes, though. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because they got cybernetic eyes. Maybe he shit. just put cybernetic shit in their eyes. We maybe. don't know what he did. Yeah. Fair enough. Man, He's we're Dr. Motherfucking what, what Giroux. Dr. Giroux. It could have been like nanotechnology that turn them to androids like it's he didn't necessarily cut them open and put like cybernetic parts in them but he used nanotech to make them stronger and shit yeah that's a crazy like thing some to tony think stark about. shit right yeah i i i really hope someday maybe they would make a movie or something on Dude, that that'd be sick that'd be a cool movie yeah it might not be the most they you wouldn't have like you know, a fight like Broly and Goku happening in it, but you could still have action. Have, have you guys seen the uh, Trunks, the Future Trunks TV special thing? Uh-uh. Where it shows, I haven't. It shows, like, Gohan and him training together. It shows his future, like, the whole thing. Really? Up until, up to the point that he leaves to go and meet Goku and shit. Oh. And it show, dude. I would love to watch cry, that. Uh, yeah, cry, I love to cry. If you want to cry your fucking face <laughs> off, yes. Because <laughs> when Gohan dies, is when Trunks <gasps> becomes a Super Saiyan. Oh, I want to so watch it. It's fu- It's kind of sad. Be- well, it's really sad because, like, Gohan is training Trunks, and he's lost his arm already at this point. Right. Oh, God. And, like, he's training Trunks, and he's still... And Gohan is a Super Saiyan, but not, like, a Super Saiyan 2 or anything. And he's... So he's nowhere near as strong as his, like, 11-year-old self in the other... this The normal timeline. Right. But he's the only one fighting the androids at this point, and Trunks wants to. But he can't transform, and, like... The androids start attacking a city close to them and gohan is like going to fight them and trunks is like wanting to go with them and he does the whole like vegeta did to goten and trunks like knocks him out real quick and then goes and fights him himself and then he gets killed in that fight and then trunks finds his body and that's when he becomes a super saiyan hell yeah i want to watch that it's like the saddest shit do you own it I don't think so, unfortunately. Okay, I'll find it. But it could be on Funimation or something. That's true. I could probably rent it somewhere. It's so good. Yeah. I've I've heard of it, and I've seen, like, clips, but... And then you see Trunks struggle to fight the androids a few times, and then he... They... uh, Then he gets... Goes to the future to, you know, and starts everything there. Awesome. I would definitely like to check that out. It's a fucking dope movie. Hell Yeah. That sounds dope as fuck, though. The Trunks would have been dope in the tournament, I bet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, without I think he would have done bomb. But, I mean, I think his kind of... His shit was over for the moment. And also, if we would have had him, we probably wouldn't have had Frieza. And that is just... Yeah, Frieza's got... has to be here. He has to be. He has to. Yeah. He's so amazing throughout the whole thing. He's so amazing. He's so important throughout it. I just... 
And to see him fight tooth and fucking nail to survive, like the way he gets his ass beat. Dude, yeah, we were just Jiren. watching him get beat by Top though earlier before well, we came t- over, yeah, and top. and even then, I love that. No, ma- it doesn't matter how strong they are versus Frieza. I mean, if they could just <laughs> you know throw him into next week, he's always going to be a cocky bastard that believes he, he can be better. It's such a shit talker, dude. He's he that is, guy. I love that you could just beat the fuck out of while he's bloody and barely conscious. Like, like, is that all you fucking got, pussy? And you're like, dude, do you want to die? And that's one of my favorite things about him is like he will never back down. And he loves to egg people on, which is one of my favorites. He will just talk shit and be like, oh, oh, I thought you were better than this. (laughs) Yeah, he is a fucker. He's great, especially when he's fighting Despo. Yeah. is phenomenal. And we're almost there. Yeah. Let's. Next, we have uh, one of the robot dudes from Universe 3. He's kind of like the Optimus Prime looking dude um, with the armor in 17 oh, and 18. Oh, uh, Viara. Yep. Viagra. Oh, wait. My bad. Viara. It's just one letter off from Viagra. But uh, he uh, he's like all proud about his armor and shit. And I love how 17 and 18, you know, they're like... Oh, okay. You, your armor is so impressive, and they just start blasting the fuck out is of him. Is that the superhero guy that changes modes? No, this no. is that. Uh, I'll show you. Yeah. This is this guy. Uh, 18, she kicks him off. Oh, yeah. Okay. I she yep. kicks him off, and then it's after she eliminates him that the four robots combine together to create, what is it? Is it three or four? I it's thought it was three. The three robots. Oh, it's three people. No, it was made up of four characters, it says. uh, Later, the doctor fuses with them, and then it becomes that. Yeah, because they... So that's the four. They turn into the giant robot first, the three. And then they're whooping Gohan, right? Yeah. Yep. They're beating the shit out of Gohan. He's struggling with them. So um, Goku and Vegeta, I believe, uh, tap in with him. And they have uh, both him and Dr. Pepperoni on the ropes. And, um, you know, that's when they're both about to get eliminated. The uh, three robots fused and um, Dr. Pepperoni. And that's when he's like, all right, fuck it. We're going now to plan whatever. We're going to fucking. We're doing this shit. Yeah. Like, how impressive is he to be able to create shit that is like stronger than the gods well and doesn't their destroyer tell them okay like now it's time for you all to merge is is it him or the or the supreme kai one of them from that universe tells them to do the damn yeah it's time to do the thing and well yeah that was like their plan x and i think that's when the three fused but then i think dr pepperoni just said like yeah their last their hail mary yeah he was like this is our last fucking hope we're doing this well and I mean, it is impressive what he's able to do. Like, oh yeah, like making a essentially an android or whatever that is able to take on god level shit, and like create a suit that's worthy of being a destroyer god. Yeah, if he created yeah. the destroyer god suit, that's true. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, we were just theorizing that earlier. But, like, if he did, and it, it kind of seems that way. Yeah. If he's able to do what he's doing in the tournament, he might have created that suit, but maybe not. Maybe that 
that little guy created it, and that makes a little more sense. Because, I would think that would make sense as to him becoming if, the destroyer. Yeah, because even if the suit's worthy of it, maybe he's not. You know what I mean? Right. Right, yeah, exactly. Because he's not. But I, So if he created the suit, that would make the suit and him like... Like one thing, like Tony Stark in his armor. That's kind of how I take it as too. Is like there, it's like a one in the same kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's you like can't. it's just an extension of himself at this point. And I like how you called it that, like a Tony Stark universe. That's what it very that's much it reminded like. me of. Like they were the very Kevin, you little cunt. They were the very uh, technologically advanced universe and because mm-hmm. i i mean like i said earlier i was shocked as shit when they get eliminated like i remember me and the hubs both like when the little dude popped out of the robot we were, were like, like what oh the God. fuck yeah. i was like that's what's been in that suit this whole fucking time. i was like i thought he was a legit robot and he's this tiny little demon looking thing it's just like hey you know? yeah later guys and he's like hasta la pasta peeps like it was it was a good run yeah <laughs> but yeah ani raza's uh suit if i'm saying that right it's pretty fucking high tech. I like that. I believe it's 17 that points out that the like little ovary looking ears that he has is like, what What does he call them? Supersonic locators. Or yeah, some shit. they're like, it's almost like a radar type thing. Like it yeah. doesn't matter where they are. He's going to sense them. If anything, though, Android 17 and 18 are the most technologically advanced robots right or, or and, whatever that are there at the tournament and that's oh, why i sure. love that he was the one that pointed that out because he's like oh hey that's fucking high tech that's like me because at know, this almost. point i feel like 17 is strong enough in the tournament to beat cell at super saiyan 2 because it, cell when gohan killed cell cell was technically at super saiyan 2 because he could still hit Super Saiyan levels even though he wasn't, you know. Right, yeah. And, and he, he was, when he came back after Goku teleported him out and they died and shit, he came back even stronger and was Super Saiyan 2 at that point. And that's why yeah. Gohan had such a hard time with him after that. I, but I think 17 is strong enough now that he would wipe the floor with that still. So. I think so too, honestly. Oh, I, I think all of his years of fighting poachers and stuff, like I don't think he actually trains. I think his strength just comes from fighting those poachers, his strategy. And, under- and understanding their bodies and shit better. Well, I think that's what helps 17 is he's not just somebody like Goku where let's just get to full power and fight him. He Because he's an android, he strategizes. He observes. He, and he thinks kids. about it. And, yeah, And they're not kids anymore. He's like matured into a man and that's got to make him stronger just by nature of how that fucking shit works well and he probably has an advantage over someone like goku when it comes to like him reaching a new level with him being an android and knowing what he's comprised of and his infinite power yeah, he, he knows what how to he doesn't it better. yeah he doesn't have to fight in that form and adapt to it and learn how to control it he can already yeah we talked about that before we don't know like if actual physical training would make them stronger right I don't think it does because they have an unlimited amount of energy. So I think that kind of, I think that's where they have to bring the logical stance into it. They can't just, 
I mean, I guess essentially when he's fighting top, I think he had the strategy of I'll just keep shooting him with blasts until time is up. However, but that's also strategy, though. He's thinking about it logically. Yeah. Like, this is literally the only he's thing. He's not, like, trying to prove anything. He's just like, yeah, I'll hold Well, him even here. when him and Gohan are fighting together and he's like, dude, he's like a, a double, you know, attack. He's like, uh, you know, something we've never even practiced together. He's like, this will not work for us. He, he kind of has to be the logical one for everybody and go, okay, hold on. You have to think about it differently, even with the big robot dude when he realizes that the centerpiece in his forehead is like his energy core or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's well, a great gotta, scene. So let's get um, at least to the end of the top fight by okay. the end of this. We're almost there. Yeah, we're pretty much we almost got, there. This we might got like be... uh, 40 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. Hey, can we pause it then so I can pee? Yes, we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so now we're, what, into Despo, Frieza, yeah. and Gohan, yes? Yep. And yep. That, and that's I was a just bomb fight. We were just talking like we shouldn't, but before, when you were in the bathroom, we were talking about, um, it's interesting to me how... Go, well, Gohan and Goku work with Frieza. Like they are both really good teammates with Frieza's, but with Frieza, but in different ways. Like Gohan and Frieza um, are very tactical, so yes. they work together tactically well, and they can read each other without saying anything. Right. Which I think is interesting that they're that familiar with each other or that. Um. Well, they think about that. how much Gohan observed on Planet Namek, you know? Well, yeah. and it comes, like, with their intelligence, you know? And I think, like, Frieza pulling that whole move to throw Frost off and was attacking Gohan. Mm-hmm. I think if he tried that with Goku, Goku wouldn't have been smart enough to pick up, like, that light punch of, like, oh. He might have. He might have, but, you know, like... Going off Maybe of what, not as quick, though. Going off of what you're saying, though, you know, like, Gohan immediately, because of how smart he is and how smart Frieza is, he was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing, and immediately played into it, Yeah. and that tactical, like, sense that they have, I, it's purely, I think, because of how smart Gohan is, and Frieza. He doesn't like, give anything away. I think Goku would have. I think he would have given it away like the, what are you doing? Well, you know, they, or something. And they never talked about Gohan sacrificing himself, but they both knew. And Goku, even Frieza pretending to be running out of energy and shit. Well, yeah. Was and I, all part of the plan. Well, and yeah. I honestly, it's like I was, you know. That they never talked about. They, they never, never talk about it, but I think everybody understands with his speed the only way you're going to get him out of there is by taking him out yeah. with another person. I'm, I don't. I'm just saying it's interesting that they can communicate like that without actually talking to each other. Yeah. Well, and yeah. That, that just makes them a really well worked out. Like they're a good team. Well, and I and love then him and Go. Sorry. Go ahead. Him and Goku are a good team in a different way by the end of the tournament. Yes, most which, definitely. That shit's amazing. Like. Like, but well, and I love when at first you know Frieza is fighting Despo, and you know he's just like eh, whatever, like Despo's you know smashing him into rocks and stuff, and then, then he does his super light, and speed. then he just pops out of the rocks like a daisy, you know, and they're even the whole universe they're like oh, <laughs> like oh no, <laughs> I know even Despo's like what the fuck, dude, like, and he's all talking mad shit, <laughs> and then those rocks just start levitating in yeah. red. 
I love when he turns into his golden form. It just, it makes my <coughs> life. It's so dramatic. He and, does it oh, oh, I know, arms spread, he spins. It just makes my life. But that is Frieza, right? He's got to make a spectacle. He's like, yeah, I sure. got to show He everyone. is one of the most dramatic villains Look at me. ever. I know. He. I love you it. You know, he would have, like, he's almost like, he's the, like the Kanye, Kanye of the Dragon Ball universe. His, his essence as a villain reminds me a lot of like a lot of Bond villains. You know what I mean? With how like just oh, yeah. kind of quirky. He, well, like his his smart ass comments, how smart he is. How, how evil he is. How evil he is. So evil. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they basically, if you haven't seen it, or you probably have, but just to remind you, um, Frieza does his finger beams and like basically creates a cage for Despo because Despo goes into like this super light speed mode to where they can't I'd almost call it like super saiyan for him like super light speed you know Yeah he just is too fast for anyone to keep he, up with He had to tap he essentially had to do what Goku and Vegeta do and just like reach break it, his limits break they, his limits because he was getting to that desperate point where Frieza was kicking his ass. It kind of made it seem like that's something he knew he could do. I bet he doesn't have to do it very often though. No. Is what I'm going to guarantee. Yeah. He's so fast that I think he's never really had a challenge, which is why I think it seems so surprising when he starts transforming like that because they probably don't see it a whole lot. So he's zipping around and they can't keep track of him because he's too fast so they create this cage for gohan to fight him in which by the way during that whole sequence i i i find it astonishing that they are moving so fast that their god oh yeah pads, the, the zennies can't keep up yeah and the god pads even the technology that was made and yeah because the well bring up, up what you think could the be grand, a future thing the grand premister didn't he anticipate, was like, anticipate that they wouldn't be right, and he's like, we must accept and appreciate that yeah. the technology. He he kind of like, like, we'll yeah. make it better next time. Yes, he, well, he diffuses and the situation. That, I feel like that's a subtle nod to potentially later, much later in the series, depending on how long it goes. Us having another tournament of power because oh, the next time the grand premister he's like oh yeah you know he's like we will make sure that God Pad Two can keep up with it you know and it's like they only use those God Pads for that fight so it makes me think that that could be a subtle nod into hey something this, bigger could be coming we maybe. could have another one of these or without whatever. outright saying it they could kind of hint at it yeah right i just love it though how the premister kind of diffuses that situation for the zennies like hey i'm sorry the technology's not great but can we just appreciate the fighting anyway and they're like okie dokie and they're like okay it's fine you know yeah. which and who knows how furious they could have gotten yeah. had he not diffused that they get upset and i think see. it's kind of funny too that dispo is a rabbit and they had to cage him yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they had to cage literally the I rabbit love, i think dispo is one of the coolest he, he's badass dude i think he he's bad i, I like him better than top even he looks cool too I like when I she tells his... Champa, like, hey, he kind of looks like you guys, and he gets all offended, like, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though Champa has a dick nose, she'll never unsee that, but his nose does kind of look like a penis. I will Google it and show you. It, it ruined it for me. <laughs> I We were watching it one night, obviously. We were a little hammered and whatnot, 
And I just said subtly to her, I'm like, doesn't his nose look like a dick? And she got so mad because, like, a day later we're watching some more of it. She's like, dude, I can't fucking unsee it now. Oh, yeah, it does. It It does look like a little little chode on his face. Tiny little wiener. It's a little penis. He's just got a little penis. He's got a little pecker on his face. A little wiener nose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, oh, what's that Chevy Chase movie where uh, Dan Aykroyd, he's got, like, a fucking dick nose i don't know god i can't remember the name of it it's like old as fuck though and it's like a kind of horror comedy i don't know what the hell it's weird it's fucking weird but he's that's actually what got a dick nose yeah yeah and even john candy's in it and he's like he plays three different characters he plays this weird like well he plays two he plays like a twin sister to himself and his regular self <laughs> and it's just fucking funny like ah man looking for trouble or something like that or searching for trouble i don't fucking know we'll figure it out eventually we have to watch that it's a good movie but anyways <laughs> not to get too far off track um, with uh champa's dick nose so yeah like uh, basically the plan w- is to trap despo and get him close to the edge and then go on Gohan essentially grabs him and just tells Frieza to knock them out. Well, yeah. and everybody else thinks that once Frieza, you know, kind of loses, I'm I'm doing finger air quotations, kind of loses his energy and can't do those red finger blasts that cage anymore. Everybody's finger like, blast, finger blasting, <laughs> <laughs> finger bang, man, Frieza, his finger bangings. Just finger blasting everybody out there. I know. He, he's just getting them all with that finger, man. Meanwhile, the Zennies are like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But so he shoots, Frieza shoots the big red. He shoots one last energy blast while Gohan is holding Despo. And Gohan essentially has to eliminate himself with despo but like i said i don't think you could have eliminated him any other way i think yeah you had to trap i think him he, and... yeah you had to trap him and take him out with yourself because i just think he would have been too fast for anybody to get just him off the edge you know yeah. yeah so i think they were very smart in the way they eliminated him i mean granted i know gohan was gone but then well and then gohan knew that frieza was stronger than him Yep. So he knew it was better for him to go out than Frieza. Like, exactly. And Frieza it. hadn't expended as much energy, I think, up until this point, like Gohan had. You know, he was more or less sitting back and observing more things or, you know, kind of playing with, like, the the weaker mm-hmm. universe fighters, you know. And so I think Gohan had probably reached his limits up to that point anyway. He was probably starting to get really worn down after all his battles that he had. Yeah. Well, and you could almost see the sigh of like relief on his face when he got eliminated he's too. He's yeah. just like, oh. "Well, I did all I could," you know. Yeah, like, and, and that, that's you know that's kind of a lot of their attitudes. I think when they get eliminated, is they're like, "Well, did my best," you know. And I think Gohan isn't he apologizing though? Yeah, he's yeah. like, "I'm sorry, you like, guys," and they're like, "Dude," they're like, "What the fuck." Yeah, like, what are you talking about? You just took out literally the one fastest. Of their, one of their best people. Yeah, one of those pride troopers. Yeah, like, yeah. one of the fastest fucking well, people in the cosmos. Like, Well, and not only that, but, like, one of the biggest uh, threats in the tournament. Yeah, without a so, doubt. So, yeah, I mean, 
That shit was tight. And then the fight with Top. Oh, and that's that a shit, whole thing. That shit's so so fucking dope. Which, by the fucking mm, way, I, I mean disagree. that the, I she fucking hates Top. I hate him, <laughs> but I despise him. Yeah, he's but a, he sucks. Kind of his attitude, mustache. Yeah, but Wa- watching he, that for he the looks first time is a destroyer. No, I don't. I think he's lame as fuck when he goes I destroyer. He I think he looks Dude, tight. he's ripped, man. He Yeah, he gets I, jacked. Fucking I the first time I watched that though, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I remember. Like when cuz they they made and it it's one of those things once again, kind of like with Universe 4 with them saying, "Well, we only see eight fighters." That and tied into fucking, it because he, everyone knew that Universe 11 or one of the universes at least had a destroyer god that was like in training fighting for him and so when he fucking like is sitting there he took that huge blast from frieza and all of a sudden he starts powering up and goku and vegeta are actually fighting jiren already at this point yeah they even stop and they're like what is that fucking energy? yeah that's when like during isn't this when they uh goku and vegeta they actually hit their Goku goes Kaioken times 10 and Vegeta goes to Super Saiyan Blue Evolved. Yeah. That is what it's called. I've Googled it. Don't question me. (laughs) No, I get that. I think that's essentially Super Saiyan 2 in blue form. That's what I was telling Vince too. I said, I'm pretty sure that's just Super Saiyan 2 in blue form. Which is why Vegeta's like stronger than Goku. Yeah. I love the way he looks in it too. Like the dark blue. I just, I think it's badass. But But There's one thing I wanted to bring up, though, with Top being the destroyer god in training that I thought about this morning is since he's in training, like, let's just let's not even think about the other universes that aren't fighting. But when it comes to all the universes in the tournament of power that the the destroyer god for universe 11, he's got to be the oldest. Right. Because, I mean, they have another one in training. They have another, like, there's a guy already in training for him. I wonder if out of all the Destroyer Gods in the Tournament of Power, if he is the oldest one. The clown guy? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Because think about it. I mean, granted, I know we've speculated, obviously, Goku and Vegeta possibly, you know, training to take over that role. But we know that Top is going to take over that role. And so, in my opinion, I really wonder how old that Destroyer is. Top hadn't decided... If he was actually going to take... He couldn't decide until he was getting his ass beat like yeah. a little fucking bitch. Yeah, he did fucking... <laughs> he turned on like all everything he stood for and was just like, fuck it, I don't care about that now. See, and, and that's like, what I Frieza didn't like. And, and Vegeta didn't like that either. Yeah. yeah He's I like, of like... all your fucking bullshit talk. Exactly. It's like you talk all this massive and shit just... and then you just go, fuck it, I don't care. And then he cares at the end, though, after yeah. Jiren gets defeated. So it's yeah. like... Dude. But mm-hmm. but we already know Sending from me Beerus. Mixed signals here. For real, we already know from Beerus though. You know, destruct destroyer gods can have a soft spot. You know what I mean? Look at Beerus. I mean, he he easily could have eliminated Earth. And but do you wiped not have to have a soft spot to become a destroyer? Does that come later on eventually? Yeah, no, I just think it, it's one of those things where you you have to be a certain type of person to take that role. Oh, sure. But you don't have to be a complete cold-hearted bastard. You know what I mean? Like you do have to be able to put your bullshit to the side. But in moments, 
they can kind of show it. You know, you you see that with even the destroyer gods in the tournament, especially universes too. Shit. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, look at her. She's not cold hearted at all. Granted, yeah, she is a destroyer god of universe too, but. Yeah, you do probably have to have some compat. You can't just be a, a lunatic. And we talked about uh, this kind of before. Is like Majin Buu is actually th- the beginning of the Dragon Ball timeline, like his birth. So he's the oldest being in the universe, right? Technically, so. And we speculated that he was actually the first iteration of like Destroyer God that didn't have an angel. Yep, untethered. To and he was just uh chaos incarnate you know what i mean he didn't have any kind of moral compass right and then they realized quickly that oh they he just goes on a rampage and and that's where the whole you know supreme kai war came into play is that's and i think that's where the hierarchy of the gods began really you know what i mean is you have a more structured thing after the majin buu shit yeah and and then you have destroyer gods that are not uncompassionate like they're not lunatics but they are willing to do the job that's in front of them right well and i have a little theory brewing here too um so like she was saying i do agree i think universe 11 he is the oldest destroyer god and how that's a good I think I so. Think that's a good thing. Like, so because he, he's yeah. training somebody to replace him. And yep. so I think coinciding with like our beliefs with Goku and Vegeta and all of that, I believe that the next universe that is has the oldest destroyer god is going to be Beerus. But with it being a twin universe and Champa being his twin brother, Champa as well. And I easily could see. Uh, Kaba being the next um, possible angel. That would mean that... And Kalifla being the next destroyer. Uh. Their kind of attitudes, it's very similar, once again, to Goku and Vegeta. Well... Because she just cares about being the strongest, wanting to be the most powerful, and Kaba is more humble of like, you know what, I'm a proud Saiyan, uh. blah, blah, blah. It's a mix of two. But, you know, Kaba has that wholesomeness. He has that kind of like, you know. I don't think they'll go that. I think they are still, they're just going to climb in strength as far as Saiyans go. I was going to say, I don't know that Champa's training anybody. I, I, I don't know. I see him I don't doing think it. He I is. see him as being somebody that would open a school on his planet and, like start, and start to train young Saiyans in turning becoming super saiyan but that's just it though they even mention though with champa they're like you know you've been kind of slacking on this like and i could so even, i think he I, could be alerted to now his saying now he's got a as star well as I, I could see actually kale and kefla or Kalifla. i could see them actually being teachers at that school too <clears throat> you know, you'd have like um, if they like were a Super Saiyan three, Academy, and I bet because they are the first three in their universe. If they all three did it, though, I'd be pretty disappointed in be that. Be like a Harry Potter thing. It'd be kind of lame. Mm. Then I feel. Yeah, like. I agree. I I honestly feel like <laughs> Kale could possibly be the teacher, and Kaba and Kali Flo moving into those roles. Champa then starting to train them, being like, okay, 
you guys are comparable to these well, two Well, I was going to say, he's seen what the other universes Saiyans can do. I mean, if they can reach, you know, ultra well, instinct Goku and god and levels Vegeta, of power. He's seen an example of that twice that, with yeah. Goku and I, I think th- I also think they're setting Kaba up to be the king of his, his Saiyans. That's and maybe true that's too. what he will do, and then Kale like, and Kali he's very fly. young still. Imagine him as a grown man, and a Super Saiyan Blue, and like a teacher and somebody that all the other Saiyans look up to. And that's what Vegeta's setting him up to be as a leader. He's showing him how to to not be so put, like push his limits into how not to, be a fucking doormat. Yes. Because he kind of is a doormat, essentially. Like in the beginning, in but, the beginning when they first, very first fight each other. But when he takes out um, Frost, goes Super Saiyan two and takes out like that shit's you know amazing. But then again, though, with it being a twin universe and them saying that you know they have, is it King or Queen Sadala? The King. He said. He said that, king, right? the king, yeah. He said so, that, that Vegeta reminded him a lot of their their king, king. Yeah. So who knows though? He could already have a son. That's the prince of Saiyans. Who? Kaba? Sadala. Oh, the yeah, the twin. Well, if he, if that's his name. Well, I, I yeah, I'm just going off of you know universe because 7. they moved to planet Sadala and like share it with uh, another. Right. I think. But if it's a parallel, you know, universe, who's to say he's not already got a prince? Well, they or might. Princess. Yeah, maybe it's a lineage thing. Right. Like you, yeah. Because that's how it seemed on Planet Vegeta. But he's still going to be set up to be some kind of powerful figure in their, in their, um, civil, in their hierarchy and civilization. For sure. For sure. Like he'll be a doubt. leader of some sort. Leader of the Broken Hearts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's interesting that, like you were saying, you don't enjoy Top's attitude, and I don't. I didn't either. I feel like yeah, like it is messed up that he like abandoned all his morals just to. I fight for pride and justice. And then, then he's like, "Oh fuck all that! I don't need that anymore." <laughs> yeah. And you're like, "So you're full of shit then?" Is what you're yeah, saying. it's like so your whole spiel is just nothing. Yeah, you're, but Jiren yeah, you're is full of shit too, though. Yeah, he is. Well, that's what I said before too. It's like, why are you with the pride troopers if literally all you give a fuck about is yourself and you? Literally, think- I don't the- think he doesn't care about just himself, but he um doesn't trust anybody to help him well and they even point out in the end that that's that was kind of all their downfalls yeah they didn't work together none of them worked together they thought well i'm the biggest baddest to be a team and even top realizes that at the end too because look at how i mean you know you have gohan and frieza fighting together frieza and goku goku and vegeta everybody is teaming up together from these universes and top and jiren and despo all three of them think they well, can just do it by themselves. Yeah, well, they all you know? they, well, they like split up. Pussies. They diversify their power, and they know that they're strong enough to take on most of the people there. So, I mean, they were kind of working as a team, but if I get what you're saying. If they just stuck together and fought. But they would have eventually been split up because they would eventually start, unless they gang, ganged up on people, like one person and attacked together and just were taking people out. Like, True. that's what I was saying. Like, Jiren, if he went all out in the beginning, he could have wiped out more than half of the people in a split second. Oh, yeah, most definitely. He could have eliminated probably almost all of them right and away. And Despo, too. If he went 
full fucking speed and just started knocking people out and they can't even see him. Oh, yeah. And he, most he could run around that ring how many fucking times in a split second? Exactly. Oh, yeah. And nobody would even know how many times. You know, not even the Grand Primister can keep up with it. Yeah, they almost wouldn't need Top. It would just Jiren and Despo. Well, yeah. that's kind of my issue with Top is I just feel like he... Because even as a destroyer god, to me, he's lame. And I get it. He he just decided to accept justice. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck him and his fucking I gotta justice. Go justice guys grip. Justice grip. But, you know, when he is fighting and he's just getting his ass beat and then he decides, you know, oh, well, I'm just going to go destroy your god. And it's like, that can't even save you. You're Hakai isn't even that strong. It's not that... And so to me, seeing him as a destroyer wasn't that exciting. It's like, oh, what can you fucking do? Goku can go Ultra Instinct. Well, I don't know. But then again, at that point, we don't know if Goku could go Ultra Instinct again. And seeing like how much of a badass all the destroyers were before Champa and Beerus fighting and things like that, that's why that moment was so climatic was, you know, it was hinted at in the beginning of that tournament that one of the universes has a destroyer god in training. And I think we all probably assumed it was Jiren, honestly, from the get-go. Well, yeah. And, well, either that or just, you know, it was kind of like a mystery of like, well, who could it be? Especially at the start of the tournament. So that's why, I don't know. I don't hate Top. I hate his character because he is just like a oh for justice and blah. and it's just fucking like really cheesy but you know it's one of those things like when i first watched that and he did turn purple and he had the hakai symbol and shit i was like what the that fuck looked, i thought that shit looked dope as hell it was fucking cool and hell, he turns into like a juggernaut essentially yeah you and know what, though? He still gets his ass beat. He does eventually. Well, and even yeah. as a destroyer. Yeah, I don't hate the justice thing. If oh, that's, I do. If that's who he really is and he sticks to that. But it's the abandoning of his morals and shit that makes that him That is what I cannot be okay with, is the fact that he just goes, you know what? Fuck it. And yeah, you're like, oh. I don't, even, I don't believe all that anymore. It does kind of suck, yeah. You know? Well, yeah, because you're but, like, how does somebody just let go of their like beliefs that they have fought so what, hard for and, this whole time? And Vegeta, that's going to piss him off more than anyone. And that's why I love when he's like, I'm just in a really bad mood. He's, like, he's steadfast. That, that happens? No. No? Okay. He's steadfast in his morals always. He's never... So for, to see somebody abandon their, you know, abandon what they drives them and shit that like pisses him the fuck off. And I agree with him though cuz I even thought the same thing. I was like, "Wow." I was like, "You preach your justice bullshit and then you just abandon all morals because you're getting your ass beat like a little fucking bitch." And it's not even the Vegeta believes in all that justice crap. Right? He's just like He's just like you can't just stick to what you were all that shit you were talking. And that's that's a problem. Yeah. Well, and there's something also. So we're talking about <laughs> Vegeta going um, Super Saiyan Blue Evolved. I think that's what she said. Uh, there's one thing I forgot to bring up with that that fucking made me laugh. And we watched that again today. <laughs> oh. 
But when Vegeta is going through that transformation, he's powering up, you know, and he's like, I I have someone depending on me and whatnot. It, uh, d- fuck no, it doesn't flash to Bulma. It doesn't f- flash to Trunks. It doesn't mm-hmm. flash to Bulma. It's, it's fucking Kaba and his little promise of like, oh, well, well I'll he see. he said he'd bring them back. I know, but it's just fucking hilarious to me in that moment. What causes him to reach, <laughs> let's face it, at this point in the show, his peak power level is kaba (laughs) and it's just a funny fucking thing because like i was telling chelsea i'm like what is it with saiyans not parenting their own fucking kids i'll parent everybody else's he does but he's not as bad as goku but my my god i'm just like why do we have another piccolo situation it's a teacher thing I, I know, I know, but it's funny nonetheless. It's fucking hilarious how, mm. you know, out of all the flashbacks, like when he blew himself up for Boo, I mean, he he went through the whole line of people, even Goku. He's, he's like, this is even for you, Kakarot, mm-hmm. you know? But in that moment, he's like, nope, it's just kaba yeah fuck bola fuck bola you know dude i mean i'm sure that was in the background but it just made me laugh that they just focused on the kaba scene there and nothing else there you know i'm like you guys could have written at least two more minutes to fit everybody else in and yeah you can't talk about the end of the top fight without um uh because they actually fight jiren together before Vegeta beats top. Right. And um it's because of that evolved form that Top does take on the Hakai energy and yep. s- starts to use that. And um goddamn Top puts a fucking beat down on Frieza. Dude, when he throws him off the edge and Frieza lands there and you just see all the space. It gives me such hardcore anxiety because like I know that if they fell through that they'd just land in the bleachers but like can you imagine being in that moment like looking down like looking down to just this empty space. I'm just like oh god. Fall forever. So I've been falling for 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Question for you my wife. Would you be upset that the next time we have sex as I finish if I yelled Hakai? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's like you're wanting to do. Hakai. It's like you're wanting to yell so like Chewbacca. It's like you wanting to yell like Chewbacca when you finish. That's not like a. That's not happening. Top sounds really dope when he says that though. He Why does he got to say it every time though? Say what? Know. Hakai. Hakai. You know Hakai. I don't think he sounds dope. Hakai. I I think the best Hakai was when Beerus killed. Uh, fucking Zamasu. Oh, like, well, yeah, when he the barely, very he, like, somber, just Hakai. Like Hakai. it's, I, I just like that Shows, better like, than fine control of the power. Yes, and yeah. I like that better than just top being like Hakai. Well, and you're like, still fuck in, you. He's still technically in training, though. <laughs> I know, but I don't like she him. That's what I'm saying. Hates I hate him. <laughs> you know how like he's a little bitch. Okay, you know how you go is. to someone's grandparents' house and they're like, "Don't bring up the Beatles." Uh. My grandparents will lose it. That's top. Yeah, you can't bring up the Beatles at my at my grandma's house, you know, because they brought drugs into America. But but if you fucking bring up (laughs) top with like that's her shtick. She's like, don't you fucking talk about top. Top is a little bitch, okay? Well, yeah, he turns into a bottom. 
He turns into a total, he's a destroyer bottom. He's a little bottom bitch that's like, you know what? I have to give up all of my core values and beliefs mm-hmm. just to defeat this universe. And so, and then to when me, I lose, I'm going to go back to it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I can't stand him. And I have no, I don't enjoy him. But, but look at the situation too, though. You know, they're in desperation. Like, you know, they, they're, they're whole. I, I get that universe. too. I was just kind of thinking that. I get that. that too. It makes me you think know? of like zombie apocalypse shows, you know, when He's people, like, in, when people yeah. in certain desperate situations will just abandon everything in order to survive, which I get, but I just, even him being a destroyer, I still think he's a little bitch. I'm well, sorry. because, yeah, you know, I'm a very good guy and I go out of my way to help people, but I'm not going to lie. If the fucking apocalypse happened, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. You're going to be a vegan, probably. Oh. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill whoever I can to survive. Fuck y'all. Dumb. You know? <laughs> like, not me. I won't be hanging out with you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You're we- okay. You're, you're no, in the circle. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll have you a say small, that now. You small say circle that now. like Negan. Small circle. You say that now. I'll miss but, all of you guys because I'm not meant to survive any sort of yeah, apocalypse. Zombie. You're going to be. can't run fast. Armageddon. You otherwise. Would be, you'd be my catalyst for being like a total evil prick. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the fight real quick with Jiren before he beats Top. Okay. And this that will be the end of this episode. The next episode, we're going to talk the fight with Jiren, the final battle. And that shit's amazing because then we get complete Ultra Instinct and then Frieza, 17, and Goku teaming up. And we get to see the growth of the Zenies, which well, I, I have points yeah. to make and about that. And we should talk about how Top gets eliminated yes. because it plays into the Jiren fight and Vegeta in the next episode that we'll talk about. Right. Because Vegeta eliminates Top by using the same move he Oh, does. I get the bottom thing now. Because <laughs> <laughs> his Fuck name me. is Top, he turned into a bottom. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why actually hilarious. I know. <laughs> It that's only why took when, you 10 minutes. I know. That's why when you guys did laugh, I was like, well, I'll go fuck myself then. Like, I thought that was funny, that's man. That's actually pretty funny. I totally got what you meant. That's why I was like, yeah, he turned but into a bottom. But she's used to my bullshit by now. That's so. true. I pick up on it. That's so funny. But yeah, um, but Vegeta uses that same. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeta turns into a top to eliminate top. Uh-huh. He uses that same move and they flash back to it. Oh, the... Desperate, blow himself up move. Like yep. he did with Majin Buu. I didn't like that. I, I didn't did. either. I didn't either because one, it, it was already never been used. used again. Well, yeah, and it was already, I was borderline when 17 did it. You know, I was like, well, we saw fucking <clears throat> Vegeta do that already. But then when Vegeta did it again, I'm like, God, this is rinse, wash, repeat, you know? Well, but and, they do that quite a bit throughout this season. Look at Goku using the Destructo discs with jeering and krillin getting all about it you know and well that's different though i mean the thing with the thing with the blow himself up move is that that was already one of the most amazing scenes in the show and it should have been left there yeah it's like you never use that move again you know what though i think it was fine because i mean they're in desperate times and look at top with his destroyer energy what else were they i just don't like it i didn't didn't mind it they have a way to salvage it though for me personally though well it's not like vegeta dies he's still there afterwards no yeah i get that and that's why i don't like it is like 
turned into kind of... Yeah, well, they don't like Oh, he you. must be strong enough now to survive that. <laughs> but Piccolo but, can't charge a special beam cannon any faster. But thinking much, much later in the series, once again, and our theories, if Vegeta is ever able to harness the power of Hakai, that could be like his old, new ultimate fucking That's move. That's his ultra There you go. That's so that could be then his new ultimate move. If he harness Hakai and does that move with Hakai... That would be a big motherfuck you well, of that's, a okay, destroyer here's the thing. god You move. watch watch how top, how his energy changes. Right. He's using regular moves while he's in destru- destruction mode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the only time he's actually using the Hakai is to like shield himself. And when he's doing like a, a, a Hakai blast. Right. Otherwise, he's using regular energy. Right. When he's doing his finger blasts, yeah, th- those are regular energy, even though he's in destruction mode. But that's what I'm saying. Could you imagine, though, Vegeta being ultra ego and just fucking like powering up mm-hmm. like that? And then before he does blow up, just going Akai. Well, and here's and the, the thing. An orb of that destroyer energy just blowing here's up. Here's the thing. When they are fighting uh, Granola. Uh, and Goku and Vegeta is using Hakai. Mm-hmm. Um, he instead of it's kind of dumb because he starts like taking damage to get stronger. Oh, really? So he'll let himself get hit in the face. <laughs> it's like the dumbest <laughs> shit. It's kind of stupid He's kinky. because they're like trying to like counter at like do the counter to ultra instinct where he avoids all damage and you know right like in taking damage makes him stronger it's stupid but um i could see since they're doing that if he did do that where that blows himself up thing maybe that would make him stronger in that form yeah that's Be- a good because point they're too. going that whole let himself get punched in the face route to make him strong yep which is so yeah. dumb yeah, that is kind of a little bit of a letdown. But who knows, you know, when like when these shows It's still pretty cool. Yeah, when these shows are written too, I've noticed that from the manga they do kind of at least go a little bit of a separate path. Like especially in this tournament of power, um because we had that like a wiki thing pulled up of all of the fighters from every universe. And in Universe 3, I believe it said that, yeah, so uh, Negrisi is the leader in the show, but Dr. Paparoni in the manga is the actual leader of Universe 3. So, you know, they could Leader, take, like team leader? Yeah, team leader. The captain? Yep. And so they could take some kind of little bit of adjustment, like, because I, I don't really like that either. Um. To a certain point, you know. You're saying they might change it? They could. I doubt it. I doubt but it. But I, because, I, yeah, I mean, it's like, that doesn't make sense in any kind of actual real-life martial arts. Getting your ass whooped is getting your ass whooped. Well, and I doubt he'll stick to that. That's just his first time using it, really. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I doubt he'll stick to getting punched in the face a lot. I hope not, because with his pride and shit, that kind of goes against it, right? Like, just getting his ass Well, it turns him into a loony, 
Like no. he's like liking it and shit. He's like, pow, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's all having Bulma Hit just me harder, beat the daddy. fuck out of him during sex. Like, uh, slap me, Bulma. Vegeta's going to become the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You turn into a bottom when you become uh, a destruction god. Yeah, yeah you're, you're just then a total. You're like, I need, I need somebody to manhandle me. I need him to, you know, put me in my place. Yeah. And then he meets some guy with the last name Gray, and there's 50 shades of it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. He turns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Choke me. He's there like, what? What? <laughs> Choke me, daddy. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Choke me harder. You fucking heard me. <laughs> Obey your I destroyer I want to black god. out and then punch me in the face. <laughs> Obey your destruction, god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah, oh, that's, that should be the end of this episode of Dragging These Balls. We, like we said, next episode will be... Uh, all of Jiren and the end of the tournament, and then we're we've been talking. Uh, for future episodes, we might either cover Death Parade next, like a shorter mm-hmm. anime. Um, or what is it? Steins Gate. Steins Gate. Oh, oh, yeah. that one's so fucking good. Yeah, it's what got pretty... me like wanting to watch it's more not, animes. It's not a shonen. But man, if you have not seen Steins Gate, you are fucking up in life. You're missing out. You should watch it. it. Most definitely. (laughs) And then there's more to cover, like movies. I was telling you guys about the the Trunks little uh, TV special. There's a Bardock one. And then there's um, another Bardock one that happens like directly after what happens in his first one and he gets transported through time when he when when frieza destroys planet vegeta so he gets sent back in time like in planet of the apes too it's like what happens like the earth hmm. blows up and they get sent back to the 70s <laughs> and yeah in the third one it's so cheap brown chicken brown cow in the so, he goes back and fights one of Frieza's ancestors. Oh, oh that he, would be good. And he, be, he becomes a Super Saiyan. And oh, yeah. Abridged did a episode. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I do. So I know. Funny. We could almost do a whole other show on Abridged, We could. We honestly. should. <laughs> I would do it. We should. Under, right? It's good. The only problem is, is it stops after Cell, and that sucks. How great would Super have been? A Super would have been great. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, and if we do that in the future too, imagine the Bulma slapping, uh, (laughs) beer slapping Bulma. Oh my god! We would definitely, for abridged, have to have Scott. On for that, he fucking adores. I love abridged. Abridged is great. So funny. Good. So funny. Like me and Ted were talking about that one time about uh they did the Broly movie. Like the original Broly movie and like Frieza <laughs> calling Trunks Princess Trunks and yeah. And he's gonna give Broly let Broly have sex with Princess Trunks. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Team Four Star, we miss you. Yeah. If you like a bridge They still and you're listening to this, send it to him. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll listen to us. No, they won't. They probably won't. But can't. you could still can send it. They can't. But part of it was they can't. They got like told to stop. But also, I think, like we said, it turned into work, and they were yeah. doing it as like a fun passion project. And it turned in, they got burned out on it. Yeah, because it became bigger than I think what they thought it would. <laughs> well, fuck that. It's funny. It's entertaining. <laughs> and I want it. And fuck their personal lives and well, that's, families. That's where Funimation should have <laughs> hired them and let them been like, here's a budget. Keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. And Exactly. They could air that on Adult Swim. So you have <laughs> Dragon Ball abridged. Like people would watch both shows. Well, yeah, especially if you played like a new episode of Super with that. If they had DVDs of abridged. Like I would yeah. or like the like Blu-ray or whatever, I would have it. And oh, like, same. I would have both I w- I already have all of Dragon Ball like everything, so I would have that too. Yeah. Some good shit in that, for sure. But most but anyway, this is the end of the episode. Send us off, Vince. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to us yammer on about our favorite anime here. Check out thecomiczone.com for the main show episodes. We talk about fun little comic stuff and previous episodes of Dragon D's Balls. Check out our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, there's always one I miss, but Mike will bring it up. YouTube. 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 Yeah, yeah, YouTube that's right. The Comic Zone yep. does some yes. actual like video now. So The live action videos of us recording. So thank you guys once again for listening, and we will see you for the Jiren fight. Yep. That's Pasta. it. Peace out. Later. Keep it black. This man isn't black!